0: Hello, and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. Today's guest is Writers of the Future winner Rustin Lovewell. Welcome, Rustin.
1: Hi, John. Good to be here.
0: And first of all, I guess congratulations on being a winner.
1: I, I never get told hearing that. <laughs> That's great.
0: <laughs> great. So um, how did you first find out about the contest?
1: So I first found out about Writers of the Future at a um, a small con called ReaderCon in Massachusetts, where um a former winner uh, Nedia Korofor, was the guest of honor um and I, the person sitting next to me uh, mentioned that to me and I thought I should really check out this contest if you know it's producing winners uh, of such a caliber um and that and that's, that was I guess 2 years ago um and and I'm, now I'm here good yeah. so you've entered how many times so that, amazingly this was my first time entering wow uh, so even on your first time it's it's possible <laughs> so what's been your journey as a writer so I've only started writing maybe six years ago. Um, it started as a hobby for me. Um, I'm also a scientist, so it was a way to uh, kind of decompress after being in the lab all day. That was something I found very cathartic. Um, in more recent years, I started taking it more seriously, um, thinking about uh, publications, thinking about contests such as Writers of the Future. Um, and I happened to have the right story ready at the right time um, for an entry into the contest, and it, it worked out very well.
0: That's awesome. So... What, what do you see as the connection between your scientific background and science? Like, what, type, what is your scientific background?
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm an immunologist. Uh, I study the, um, the interactions between um, our immune system and pathogens. Um, and, you know, I, re- I wish I had a more satisfying answer for how that translated into being a, a fantasy writer, which is what I like to write. <laughs> um, I find both, uh, both aspects of... I guess uh, of science and of, of writing you know crazy magical systems interesting you know why does um, why do we care if a certain character lives or dies you know even if that character is not real that emotional response is something that I find really fascinating mm-hmm. um, just like I find you know how a, um, a bacterium will subvert our immune system and cause an infection that's something I find very fascinating um, and so it, it's born out of my my interest um, and things I find you know interesting and, and want to learn more about um, and you know, studying you know studying the the human immune system is something that I um, find endlessly interesting, and you know, seeing how people react to my stories is something I find uh, endlessly interesting, and I think that's where the two meet for me. Good. So, tell me about your story. So, I wrote a story called "Release from Service." Um, it's it's a fantasy story about a young man who's apprenticed to an assassin, um, and he has a crisis of conscience when he is forced to kill a child, um, and it's a very twisty, turvy story that uh, is exactly the type of story I like to write one where you don't know what's gonna happen next, uh, and the ending might surprise you.
0: I can guarantee <laughs> <you>. <laughs> it will surprise you. It a great, great story. Oh, thank you. So, um, how, did you, how did your life story go to becoming an author, from being a scientist? Did it have an
1: earlier beginning as a writer? like? So I, I've been an avid reader my whole life, for sure. Um, you know i always always reading something um usually in the science fiction fantasy bent though not always um and as as a postdoctoral fellow and as a scientist um uh I used writing as as a way to decompress as you know yeah. uh, to um, to kind of relax my mind and, and it's something that I kind of fell in love with um and started taking more seriously and and um doing um you know studying craft and and looking at stories more as, instead of just as entertainment, but how did the author, you know, how did the author do this? How did the author, um, you know, make me have this emotional reaction towards the character? And can I recapitulate that in my own way? Um, And that's kind of what led me to this point where I, you know, took a story that i had written and then I I rewrote it, you know, and I rewrote it and I rewrote it. And (laughs) when I felt it was ready, I submitted it and and, um, it, it brought me here, which is great.
0: It's totally great. So, do you have any particular um
1: heroes or major influencers? I mean, cer- certainly several. Um, you know, there's you know, some the author influencers are Neil Gaiman, uh Brent Weeks, uh Brandon Sanderson. Um, you know, those are the big fantasy authors who I certainly um look up to and, you know, my my work um is certainly influenced highly by them. But then there's also um, you know, people in my life that have influenced my work my family certainly Um, you know when I was writing from service about this concept of killing a child I I was thinking about what is something that scares me the most and like losing my child is something that scares me the most and so that's what I tried to capture in that story and so that was a major influence on how that story came about so certainly there's some big name authors there but also the people uh, my friends and family that have have certainly crafted um, how I look at the world and, and what comes out of my work
0: Got it. So now have, um, had you read any of the Rise of the Future books before?
1: So I've had read several of them. For once I heard about the contest, I went and bought several of them and, and read through uh, a bunch of the stories there and was so impressed with them. I mean, there's such good good stories in there. Um, some by my authors I'd heard of and some I had not yet heard of. And, uh, um, you know, it would it certainly helped me hone my story into what, um, what would fit into that format.
0: Good, because that's one of the things I'm I'm curious about is, what do you see would be advice or tips you could offer to the aspiring writer,
1: yeah, you know so uh, I look at, at writing as as a similar skill as learning to ski or learning to play golf. I mean when you start, you suck <laughs> and i and i I was not good my first my first stories were awful um you know the the first novel I wrote uh was this big one hundred and twenty thousand word epic fantasy that had just every trope imaginable it had dragons and talking swords and i think at one point i had all my heroes sitting around like a pot of stew talking um and and with practice i recognized that that you know that that trope isn't going to work and you know my my craft got better um and that that came from you know sitting in the chair and, and typing um just like learning to ski you it hurts the first couple times down the mountain but you in time you figure it out and that's what it takes it takes it takes time and practice
0: yeah a writer writes yeah in one of the classes that learned um, Hubbard, when he taught at, um, I think he taught at Harvard. And it was a creative writing class. And he mm-hmm. went there because he was like at the top of the of the field back at that point in the 40s. And he told them, just throw away your first 100,000 words. Yeah. And they <laughs> were just like aghast because they were spending a whole <laughs> semester to do their 6,000 word yeah. short story. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. And it's hard to do that, you know, that's, and that's part of learning to be your own editor and, and to, um, to recognize, you know, that this doesn't work even though I put so much time and effort into it, you know, it's not what's best for the story. And, um, and I think that, again, comes with practice and, mm-hmm. and recognizing what works and what doesn't and, and why.
0: Yeah. So um, what do you see as your feature now? Because you've got your science, you still have your science career yep. that you're doing. So how yep. does writing do you see it in the future
1: you know so um so I certainly I love to do both and I want to continue doing both um, and I and I think that's feasible in the current way of things a lot of professional authors are also have second careers and, and uh, um, that's kind of the way I would like to go I like to um, continue writing and continue being a scientist and, and putting out my work and um, chasing down both avenues good so now what kind of advice do you have to
0: offer to the aspiring writer
1: well, you know, beyond beyond just practicing, um, you know, uh, don't let uh, fear of rejection um, stop you from putting your stuff out there. Uh, you will almost certainly be rejected. I was rejected. Um, those big authors I just listed were all rejected at some point. Um, it's going to happen, and don't let it discourage you. Um, just keep practicing.
0: Great. Thank you very much. I look forward to uh, reading whatever you got to come through. And in the meantime, have a great week this week. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Preston. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next installment of the Writers of the Future podcast. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Writers and illustrators of the future are contests created by L. Ron Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to new and amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy.